For more on this, we're joined on the line now by NUMSA's General Secretary, Irvin Jim. Thanks for your time this morning. Good morning. Good morning again. Good morning to listeners. Now, Mr. Jim, let's just start by taking a look at what your most important demands were going into this meeting. Well, Sagina, we approached the critical departments, the DTI and EDD, that mainly are constituting the cluster of the economy to say it's high time that we must meet agently and look at the situation, which in our view is nothing less than a national crisis now, because you're talking about 30,000 jobs, but I mean, this whole industry, both direct and indirect, you're likely to lose about 800,000 jobs in the rest of the the economy. And um, yes, we said to government, we think we must revisit the increase of tariffs, and we're not making demands that are outside the WTO in terms of the bound rates. And uh, secondly, we used to have this industry being protected by anti-dumping measures and we want those to be revisited. We also want government to ensure that it designates the industry so that anybody who uses steel um, can be able to ensure that we localize, we procure locally, but also to say all SOEs of government must actually put together a stimulus package that can be able to create jobs and save the industry. Because if it is gone, it will take 10 years to rebuild it. And uh, we have been witnessing this basically hemorrhaging of jobs, and the jobs that are lost will never come back. So would you say that the, the talks between yourself and government have been fruitful? Well, we think that we met the leadership of DTI and EDD, they were clear about what needs to be done. They are going to be working very close with, with, with employers in the industry and ourselves. Um, and we think that very soon we could be able to be on top of increasing the tariffs because it's not like we have not been proactive. We have pushed employers to approach ITEC, and they did. And the reality is that ITEC has taken for a long time, and we don't believe that to increase tariffs this could take a year, especially when both social partners, partners, labor and business have agreed. That has been a custom and practice in this country. And many people wanted us to target China. We're not targeting China. We're defending our own industry, and that's what China does. I mean, you would have known that in the recent past they have devaluated their currency twice, today and the following day, and they were maintaining their position of import and defending jobs in China. So, yeah. And uh, just going forward, uh, so what will your next uh, course of action be? Well, our next action is to put together a small team that will work with DTI so that we ensure that the application to do an anti-dumping application. It must actually be compliant and um, uh, so that ITEC can be able to be engaged and advise how to go about it. And, um, of course, we are going to go on loggerheads with each other in defense of jobs because in as much as we would have worked together with employers who approach government, we're completely going to fight them in terms of uh, them wanting uh, to, to just retrench workers. We think that we could be creative enough. Uh, we can take workers to training schemes uh, where government must come to the party and uh, delay the process until the economy recovers rather than to just chop the jobs and destroy them. Mm. But do you think that uh, protective tariff, uh, uh, tariffs would actually be the solution to the current problem? 
while we think so, Sakina, are not alone. We think that the obviously the industry must restructure, must make sure that it's able to to hold on and be able to deliver quality production. Uh, at the same time, almost all other countries, we're talking about 64 countries, that have all increased their, their tariffs to protect their, their steel industry.